and everyone just wants more time in their day. So the processes, you know, using AI now, things are changing so quickly that, um, you know, there's going to be even more opportunity to streamline your workload over the next five years. So that's exciting. And it's not going to take your jobs away, guys. It's just going to give you more time to do a better job. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Now, are you trying to do everything yourself in your business right now? Or are you managing a portfolio end-to-end and you feel like you're constantly chasing your tail? Well, a lot of this comes down to time management. And it's something that I personally struggle with all the time. I'm not good at sticking to structure or routine and I'm often late for literally everything. And often my working weeks end up in chaos. Well, they used to, but only very occasionally they do now. One thing I quickly realized when I was in the day-to-day property management trenches was that there is no such thing as an ideal week and your best laid plans can very quickly turn to shit in property management. So instead, I like to break my week up into ideal tasks or projects. So in in a week, you've got your daily tasks that you've got to get through like your emails and rent arrears. And then you have weekly tasks like following up maintenance. Maybe it's prepping for court, your lease renewals, inspecting properties. So I find I like to block out my out of office time first in my calendar and I can keep this consistent each week. So I know that I'm going to be out at the same time every single week. Then I like to build in my other tasks around that. But I honestly believe that managing your time all comes down to one very simple thing, and that is your mindset. And so does my guest in this episode. I want you to meet Lisa G. She is the founder and coach at The Business Chick. She helps business owners find that balance that makes a profitable, healthy business. Yes, please. She works with individuals and businesses who want a fresh perspective on where they're going and how they're going to get there. As an elite athlete in her earlier years, she understands the commitment that it takes and the mindset we can develop to achieve success. The strategies and techniques that were once a secret of the elite sports person are now being applied to corporate sales, business mindset, and personal success. And now she wants to unleash those strategies on your goals. So if you are looking for someone to help you create a clear direction, goals, and a measurable results for the business that you really want, then you need Lisa. In this episode, Lisa breaks down time management tips on organizing your week, managing your inbox so you're not a slave to it, and clearing your to-do list. So take a listen. Lisa, thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. 
Before we dive in, can you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you actually do now? Thanks. So good to be here. Thank you, Kylie. So I am a business coach and no one really knows what a business coach is because we all do different things. We all have different strengths, don't we? And we all um, specialize in different things. Um, Generally, I work with businesses in any industry, but I really specialize in helping them go up to the next level. So often a business will have had a massive growth and so now they're dealing with all the complexities and and the wheels not turning properly because of that and I help them fix that problem or they really want to have a massive growth growth they want to have a massive growth and um, that means that I help them with their sales and marketing and their and their team performance really to help that growth happen I love doing it and I really love being in different industries all the time because it keeps me thinking and it keeps me um, uh, growing myself. And I love the name of your business, The Business Chick. Uh, And is that you predominantly help uh, women in business or is it across the board? Look, I don't go out looking just for women, but they are my (laughs) favourites. Um, that I do tend to attract more women than men. However, uh, the men that I work with have massive growth with me too. So maybe that's just the way I approach things, you know, that, that, that female perspective. Fantastic. Now, one of the biggest issues that my audience face is time management. Now we're pulled in so many different directions. No day is ever the same. And there's a lot of tasks that we need to juggle on a daily basis. So I'd love it if you could share, could break down time management for us first, I guess, and then share some of your strategies for mastering it. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Let me, sorry, I forgot to turn my phone on silent. Wow. Okay. You can can dive dive in now. Dive in? (laughs) Yes. Property managers constantly deal with the whole time management uh, issue in the, in the business, whether you're the business owner or you're part of the team, it is constant, isn't it? I know I, I have a couple of property managers as clients and that's the number one problem, either having enough staff to deal with it or, um, you know, just constantly things come up that you have to react to every single day. So, um, I think I was thinking about this before I came on and, and I really think the number one thing that uh, makes a difference to your day and the way that you approach managing your day, um, especially in property management, is around that whole mindset of abundance or lack. And I think most people have heard of this abundance mindset before, but often we're told to think of it in um, on the topic of money or what we're able to earn. But I'd like you to think about um, the mindset of abundance in time rather than money. So we can walk into our day thinking, oh my God, I'm so busy. Oh no, another person's ringing and needing maintenance. And oh no, someone else has been flooded and just constantly react to that lack mindset. Or we can start our day with a mindset of abundance of time. And I know that's that. Yeah, it's it, and a, but a lot of people won't be loving this right now when they hear it. They'll be thinking, 
how is that even possible? I'm so busy. But if you can walk in the door thinking, I have time to deal with all the important things that need to be dealt with, just your whole approach to the day is different. Wouldn't you? Does that sound right to you, Kylie? That absolutely, that has just resonated so clearly. And I, in fact, before I jumped on this podcast today, I was thinking, I've got so many things to do. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And you've just reminded me that it all does start with your mindset. That's right. Yep. And I even, I have um, a couple of people who have changed. We reframe the way they say things. So just stop and think to yourself, when I talk and I say something like, um, oh, someone says, how are you today? So I'm so busy. Well, you've just set yourself up to be ridiculously busy with an overwhelming flavor to it. So stop and rephrase that. I know some, some people change the word busy, like instead of saying busy, instead of saying busy, they'll say I'm so full today. Whatever resonates in a positive light for them rather than a negative light. So have a think about that, guys. Think about what word could I use instead of busy? Or what word could I use instead of overwhelm? Make it something positive instead. Yeah, I guess it's that gratitude piece as well, isn't it? Like being so grateful to have so many things to do and so many clients to service um, and and I, that was kind of the word that came to me then was gratitude. I'm grateful that I have got all this business to be working on. So that's, yeah. Really, yeah. And what about practical strategies then? Uh, you know, um, to, I mean, I, I've always got a to-do list. Uh, it, it, uh, do they work? Time blocking? I mean, there's all these different things. Uh, what, what strategies do you recommend? Yes. So I always, my go-to is the time management quadrant. And have you heard of this one, Kylie? No. Okay, it's my favourite. It works every time if you can consistently do it and get into the habit. So you draw up um, a page with a line down the middle and a line across. So you've got four quadrants on your page, right? And the very first quadrant will say important and urgent. So you put that up the top, important and urgent. And then next to it, in the next quadrant, it's important and not urgent. Now, what do you think the difference between these two things are? The important and the urgent is really reactive tasks, the things that come up every day that you absolutely have to get done because they're urgent, like someone's house flooded or whatever. Rent arrears, that would be, yeah. Has to yeah. be done every day. Urgent. It absolutely must be done by a deadline in the next two or three days, or else all hell's going to break loose. Yeah. But the important and not urgent is usually when you fill that up, it's usually the things that are proactive that you often don't get around to doing because you're so busy doing all the reactive stuff. And so it sits there and doesn't get done. But that proactive list. That's the things that actually fulfill you, make you feel like you're actually getting ahead, make you feel like, yeah, all right, I achieved something today or I did something great that I wanted to get done and ticked off my list or it's something that's going to grow your business or grow your role. They're really positive, proactive tasks. Okay, so you need to balance out now 
how do I do one and, and still get some of the other? Now, the other two quadrants, let's move on to them. So we've got important and urgent. We've got important but not urgent. Now we've got not, impo not important but urgent. Now that's really um, a sensitive area because now we're all thinking, oh, what would I put in there? Because everything's urgent and everything's important, right? There's our mindset playing with us. Our mind tells us, no, no, you need to run because everything's important and everything's urgent. But this square gives us an opportunity to write things in it, to, to say to ourselves, okay, well, it's urgent and important for them, but how urgent is it actually? So can you think of something, Kylie, that I guess would come up for a property manager who the other person on the other end of the phone say, it's really important, but actually it's just important to them and not so important to you. Okay, tell me, would you like to make maintenance your superpower? Well, you can, and you don't even need to tell anyone, it's all thanks to Tappy, a powerful property care software that takes all the pain, stress, and chaos out of dealing with maintenance and turns it into a predictable process that is reliable and frictionless, where every maintenance process is a smooth experience for everyone, with value adds that your owners and tenants will absolutely love. And it seamlessly integrates with your property management software too. And here's the bonus, it can actually help grow your business as well. And if you're rolling your eyes at me right now and thinking, yeah, right, I've heard all this before, then do yourself a favor and book in for a demo at tappy.com.au. Mention that property mum and receive one month free on Tappy. I was thinking perhaps some maintenance, you know, just some gen general maintenance, you know, the property, the, the tenant wants it done urgently. If it's, um, trying to think so if it's a, I don't know, a door latch that's broken or a, I don't know, something's fallen off somewhere, a handle off the cupboard, for example, uh, that is urgent for them, but it's really not that urgent. It can wait till, you know, we can, you know, get a couple more maintenance items to fix at the same time or. Good example, because often we feed off everyone else's energy. And so this, by, by putting that piece, that task into this square and writing it down, it actually makes you stop and realize, oh, okay, it's not as urgent as they're making me feel it is. That can wait a couple of days until I have a few other things for the maintenance guy to go out and do in that area or whatever. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the other quadrant, the last one is not important and not urgent. Now, this is really key because often you'll have a huge list of things and you take from that list and put them all in these quadrants and you'll also find some of those things on the list land in the not important, not urgent list. So what do you do with those? Stop worrying about them. Stop putting them on your massive long to-do list because they're actually not important and not urgent. Just shove them in that corner and come to them one day when you need to. Yeah, absolutely. 
it gets that clutter out of your head as well, doesn't it? Property managers are notorious for waking up in the middle of the night and remembering all the things that they hadn't got to the the day before. So that's great. It gets all those little things looping around onto yeah. that paper. Makes things really clear for you. Um, you know, we're always dealing with everyone else's problems in property management. So it makes you really clear which problems have the priority today. Now, the tip is you need to, you know, we're talking about time blocking. You need to actually set aside some time either every week or every day to do something proactive from that proactive quadrant because that's the good stuff. That's the really good chunky stuff that makes you feel good. So would you do that every day, the four quadrants, or you just need to do it sort of once a week? Yeah, it's up to the person. It depends on the person. Um, if I had one client who was really just so entrenched in their to-do list that we were doing the quadrant every day because we had to keep back and reminding him what the priorities were so he didn't get over overwhelmed with this massive list. But most people could do that once a week. So just take your whole to-do to -do list and um, divide it up into those four quadrants and work from that for the week. And do you then just add new tasks as they keep coming in? You just add them to different the, the, each of the quadrants as somebody calls up or an email comes in, you just add that to whatever exactly. quadrant you feel. Exactly. And then and at the end, end of the week, you haven't, you know, I guess you just reset the quadrant. Exactly, because you can see what you've ticked off and what you haven't and you can reset, start with a fresh page and start all over again. Oh, I love that. That is fantastic. Some of your things will move around. So sometimes some of the things in your proactive, uh, so important and not urgent, will after a few weeks or maybe months move across to urgent because they haven't been um, approached yet. But if you're doing something every week towards that proactive quadrant, that probably won't happen very often. Yeah. Um, what else have you got for us? What other li that little right, so tips? That then transfers into your inbox because I know you guys, property managers, have a massively full inbox massively. So every day you're coming into a, a hundred emails. So what do you do? Um, I would take that urgent and important and create, and we've done this many times, and create a new folder in your inbox or a new in folder. So as you're sorting through every day, you go through your emails, say, oh, that's an urgent important. I'll just put that in there and that in there and that, all the rest, nuts. So now you actually have a little folder in your inbox just for urgent and important. They're the things you need to get through first. That's the box that you look after, not this one with 500 emails in it. That's great. Yeah, that is. that would give allow property managers to spend a lot less time in their emails and just getting through those priority ones. And then obviously then I guess you come back to them when – yeah. Through some items off your list as well, those urgent things off your list. Yeah. But they're going to time block out how much time we spend on our emails. And if you're going through a 500 emails all the time, you're never going to get to the important and urgent ones. So you're always running behind, aren't you? 
So talk me, tell me about time blocking because I'm terrible at time blocking. I've tried it in a few different ways and I am just not, I'm always late to things. I am just not very time conscious or time. It's what just you, not happening. What do yeah. you find you do when a time block comes up? What do you tend to do that, that, that it doesn't work? You, you, you can see other things that need to be done first. I just put, usually work through the time. I forget. I, and I've even tried setting alarms for the end of my time block on that particular talk. So I've, I've actually got three businesses I'm running at the moment. So um, I'm trying to time block certain business time for each business. And, um, but it's just not working for me. So share, please help me share with me something that may help me as well. Yeah. So that, that specific problem um, Kylie, I would tend to think just off the top of my head that you're actually not giving yourself permission to, to move on to the next time block. So your mindset or not your mindset, your subconscious is saying, no, no, don't change now. You're, you're on a roll. We've got to get this done. We've got to get this finished. But yep. actually yesterday when you created those time blocks, you were telling yourself this is just as important as that, right? So this, I've put some time out because I really want to get this done. However, when once you're in the time, your subconscious is saying, no, that's not as important. Let's stick to this. Let's keep going. Let's, let's get it finished. Will you ever get it finished? Probably not. It's never going to be finished. The The to-do list never ends. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. You're exactly right. You are never going to get, and same with your inbox, you're never going to get to zero in your inbox. You might get there for like, for an hour. Um, Not even, probably yeah. 10 Yeah. <laughs> with a spam. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So talk me through the, the time blocking strategy then that, that you recommend or you coach clients on. So you've got to find, basically, we work with this quadrant, right? Um, important and urgent tasks. What time am I going to do that during the day? Okay. And then take those tasks and number them for the day. All right. So I'm going to do one, two, three, and four today. And then we have some time in the morning and some time in the afternoon to deal with those, you know, those last minute phone calls that absolutely must be done that get added to the important urgent list. So we've got some time for that. But then you need to block out some time for that proactive quadrant, the important but not urgent. And that's when your subconscious is going to say, no, no, way more important stuff. You don't have time for that. Just keep going on this. But you need to give yourself boundaries. You need to be strict on yourself and discipline yourself because if you do, how good would that feel? It feels really good when you walk away at the end of the day, just knowing that you can tell yourself that you had the discipline to stick to what you said you were going to stick to today. I didn't just react to everyone else's problems. I really got the things done that I needed to get done that I wanted to. That just is a perfect segue. My next question is literally... Um, 
does time management come down to boundaries and self-discipline? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's about setting boundaries for yourself because, well, in your, in your industry, everyone wants a piece of you. Everyone wants you to do something or wants your advice or wants you to come out there or everyone is trying to pull at you. So you have to set boundaries. You can't just be running around for everyone else. You need to be doing this because you love it, not because everyone else just, you know, wants a piece of you. So you need to set boundaries. And that means having other people understand those boundaries as well as you. And, and following through with those boundaries totally. Absolutely. So what I'm finding in my own office at the moment is a lot of the distractions and the reasons people aren't getting to their to-do list and aren't getting a lot of their tasks done is because of the constant interruption from either the phones, um, from their notifications, from other team members, you know, wanting to come in and um, have a bit of a chat and interrupting them. Um, so what are some good strategies to be able, I guess, to A, put boundaries around uh, the, the phone calls if you're working on important tasks, can, you know, or if people are coming in constantly interrupting you, you know, how do you, do you go yourself away? Yeah, Kylie, do you remember like 20, 30 years ago when we didn't have mobile phones? Yep. We didn't have email. Can you believe it? We only, for people who are a little bit younger, we only had a fax machine. Yes. Ages for the message to come through, right? Um, We only had a landline phone and a fax machine. So the chance of someone contacting us like that was much slimmer. And also people didn't expect you to be on call all the time and pick up the phone and, and jump at everything they needed because yeah, life was a little bit slower. So it's about having the boundaries to serve your schedule and serve your tasks in your to-do list rather than serving everyone else. So if the phone's ringing all the time, If you didn't answer it and someone else answered it and took a message for you, they would know if it was urgent, wouldn't they? And they would know if, oh, that can wait an hour, I'll write that on a message for her. So maybe it's about tag teaming with someone, say, right, I'm taking an hour to get this, can you take all my calls? No worries. And then they can do it later. They can have their hour of concentrating on their proactive tasks while you take all their calls and then you just take the messages and work on that later, work on those messages later. Because I remember when I was a teenager, we would sit down to dinner and the phone would ring at 6.30 and my mum would say, yeah, we're not going to answer that. Who rings at 6.30 at night? Everyone knows that we're having dinner from 6 till 7. There's the boundaries. Don't interrupt me. It's time for dinner with the family. Don't interrupt me. I'm actually working on something that's important to us. Yeah. Allowed to set boundaries. Absolutely. And that, I think the only way to be productive is to have those boundaries. Uh, I always call, tell my team to go and have some block out time. Go put yourself in the, in the boardroom, work from home for a day. If you have to, if you're really feeling like 
you're overwhelmed with all the tasks that you, and you're just not getting to them in the office, have a day at home and get plow through them uninterrupted. And even one of my team members at the moment, she wants to work a Tuesday to a Saturday so that she has a Saturday in the office where she's there's no phone calls, there's no one coming in, and there's no or very minimal team in there. So she can get her work done and she'll have her weekend as Sunday Mondays, which I think is great. She's taking that responsibility on for you know to make herself that much more productive because the reality is our our ability to focus and our productivity is getting less and less isn't it and, and the world is set up to distract us and to keep throwing things on our task list so when we're talking about emails um, I was reading a couple of months ago that the email system is set up just like social media to scroll 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 just like a poker machine right so social media was set up scrolling gets us addicted just like a poker machine to you know that um satisfaction of what's next what's next is there anything else well the email system is set up exactly the same and so we're drawn to it we want to keep going back to the email is there anything else have i missed anything probably a bit of spam Anything that's in there can wait an hour. There is nothing so urgent that it can't wait an hour. And people are going to call you anyway if it is that urgent. Like, like. There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times. But I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management, and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tiff. I have really disciplined myself around my inbox and I am, you know, I shut out of my inbox and if I don't get back to it till the next day, that's that's absolutely fine. Uh, however, I do work with a lot of property managers who cannot leave their inboxes alone, no matter how many times, you know, I tell them to put the boundaries around it, to check it, you know, mid-morning and afternoon before they leave. Um, it's just that you're right. It's that addiction. It's that, that, that habit, habitual, you know, worry of, you know, maybe missing something. Uh, and yeah, I, and it's designed deliberately to have us go back and want to check it. I do it. I'll sit on the lounge in the evening and just pick up my phone. Oh, what will I do? Oh, I'll check my email. Like for no reason. There's no reason to, 
but our email is set up to to draw us in like that. Amazing. So yeah. tell me, you've, you've also got some other um, great business skill sets that you can help business with, businesses with, including system creation, staff training, scalable automation. I mean, there's so many things on your website that I, when I was stalking you that uh, I can see would really help property management business owners. And you're already working with some property management business. So maybe just sort of break down some of the areas that you were really seeing, what your skill sets, uh, how that, let me rephrase that, how the skill sets that you have, how they're helping other property management businesses. So there's the, the three things that I really, that come up in every single business is you need to have a really awesome plan to start with. And planning means a strategy or a map of where you want to be in 12 months time and two years time and three years time. And this goes for the staff, the team, the owner of the business and the business itself. So personally and professionally, where do we want to be in 12 months time? And then the action plan to get there. Um, so I really help uh, businesses find the weaknesses and the gaps that are going to if we seal up those gaps, that's going to boost business a lot quicker. Um, but then the second thing is the processes, because if we can streamline your processes and get some really good systems in place, that saves you money because it's saving time and it's saving energy and it's saving, you know, manpower. And everyone just wants more time in their day. So the processes, you know, using AI now, things are changing so quickly that, um, you know, there's going to be even more opportunity to streamline your workload over the next five years. So that's exciting. And it's not going to take your jobs away, guys. It's just going to give you more time to do a better job. That's all. If you're really good at what you do, AI can never take away that personal relationship that you have with people. Um, but the third thing then is the teams and the people, you know, helping teams really feel like they're getting value out of their their work every day and feel like they're part of a team and that they're supported and that everyone's striving towards that same end goal and um yeah they get some value out of their week rather than just coming in and working because they want the money that's really um one of my passions is making people light up and have fun oh i love that and i think a lot of business owners will um really resonate with that because that is one of the challenges in property management at the moment. We've got a high turnover of people leaving the industry uh, and I'm, I'm experiencing that myself at the moment. And I just, I'm kind of tearing my hair out. I'm, I'm you know, questioning, you know, what more can I do? What, what, what's got to change? How can I make, how can I, you know, work, make this better for my team? Uh, Wally, do you think it's this, uh, um, the industry the people are burnt out or do you think it's because there is such a, a change in employment at the moment here in Australia? Look, it's been a long-term issue for property management, to be honest. So I think uh, there is a lot of burnout that that is definitely um, an issue. Uh, but I think the more we've talked about burnout, um, things are changing and, and business owners and all, certainly all the business owners that I am closely connected to and work with, uh, they're all, you know, wanting to make better work environments, wanting to support their their teams and their property managers. Uh, and I don't know whether maybe it's that mindset piece. Maybe that's the missing link is that it's 
been such a negative, um, you know, I'm too much, like you said at the start of the interview, I'm, I'm too busy. I've got too many tasks to do. I've got, you know, it's, it's all kind of, just that negative, the weight of that negativity. Um, and then we're not able to break through, break free or address the mindset pieces. I, I'm not sure. I wish I knew. I actually had, um, one person a little while ago, um, I was working with, within a team, um, and I was giving her the tools and the opportunity to flip her approach of I'm really busy, busy, busy and flipping that to something more powerful and freeing so that she would have more time. And she actually said to me, nah, I'm good. I'm happy sitting in this frustration and this overwhelm. I can't see how I could possibly change it. And some people really believe that this is the way it needs to be. I need to be overwhelmed, stressed and frustrated. Otherwise, I'm not doing a good job. You know, and I probably thought that too. I thought that I I had to be busy to 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 validate, you know, that what I was doing or, you know, that I was achieving. So that was my validation, you know, um, until I got really sick and had a heart condition. And then I realized finally that this was not the way to do things anymore. Well, maybe that's what we need to look at. Wow, that's a big um, message from your body, isn't it? Yeah, you need to stop. Um, maybe that's the conversation we have to have and that's um, what what actually marks my achievement rather than being busy. Because being busy doesn't mean you've achieved. It just means that you've been running around you know, doing a lot, maybe not getting a lot done. So what is it that makes me happy and gives me the feeling that I've achieved something this week? And I, I, I bet you it's that proactive box. Yeah, I, I, totally, um, I totally agree with you there. I think that's absolutely true. Now, um, I could talk to you all day about this stuff, but I'm conscious of your time. And um, now tell me a little bit about personal development. I'm a huge advocate of it. Do you have a tool, a resource, a book, a podcast that you can share with our audience to help them today? Oh, I would say, look, jump on my um, small business hub. Um, I have a Facebook group and I'm always sharing this sort of thing. It's for small businesses, but also employees jump in there too. Um, it's called Your Small Business Hub on Facebook. Um, or just jump into any of my social media, The Business Chick on LinkedIn and Instagram, Facebook, because I'm always sharing all of this sort of stuff. Um, guys, feel free to jump in and comment on my posts because that's how we create chat and that's how we get conversation happening around these sort of things. So if one person starts talking about it, then everyone else in the industry will join in and um and yeah, we can create change. It doesn't have to be a mindset of lack in your industry. It can be fun and abundance. And I think that's probably the best personal development tool you've shared with us today is jumping into that abundance thinking. Uh, and especially not only when it comes to money, but also when it comes to our time as well. So um, I think that is really valuable. And it's something that I have taken away from today's chat with you. Now, 
Um, you've mentioned a couple of ways that people connect, can connect with you. Uh, so what is, I guess, the best place? And I'll share all the links in the show notes anyway. Yeah, any of my socials, I'm on there every day. Um, once you once you follow me, you'll see me popping up all over the place. So <laughs> jump on the socials. Um, if you want to message me, you can always jump to uh, my email, lisa at thebusinesschick.com.au. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. I have absolutely loved our conversation today. Thanks. Talk again soon. Property inspections, entries, exits, incomings, outgoings, routine inspections, whatever you call them, you have to do them. And I remember when I first started as a property manager, you had to handwrite the reports and take notes on a digital camera, then upload the photo memory card to your computer and hope and pray that they weren't all blurry or your computer had enough memory to store them. But gone are those days. Thanks to Inspection Express. Now, Inspection Express is not only the number one tool used by leading property managers across Australia and New Zealand, but the leader in groundbreaking new tech in the industry with the launch of 360 degree virtual tours. Now, virtual tours is upping the ante, giving landlords, owners and directors unparalleled 360 degree virtual access to their properties. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your free demo with Inspection Express. If you love the Property Management Podcast, you've got to check out the PM Collective, hosted by my friend, Ashley Goodchild. She discusses things like how to have awkward conversations about pay rises, um, yes please, how to raise the bar in property management, and why so many people just seem to fall into the industry. You've got to love stories like that. She'll leave you with great advice, actionable steps to take, and let you know that you're not alone in any of the challenges that you face. So be sure to check out the PM Collective wherever you get your podcasts. Can I ask you a quick favor before you leave this episode? Now, we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate, and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow, or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes.